everyone your place of encouragement for faith-based entrepreneurs i am noah coach noel and we have dr darlene here to bring you topics that are strategic to launching and scaling your god-sized dream into the marketplace and ministry we are super excited about today's show it is friday february 25 and we are welcoming a guest jody gambini to the show I will talk a little bit about what what our um, show topic is going to be in a minute, um, but it's so exciting. It's good, good stuff, and I think I get a little extra added excitement when it's a connection that God just totally brought together. So um, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but for now, we will start with our chat time. Yes, and this week, we are starting a new segment called Financial Friday. <clears throat> And our guest, Jody Gambini, is going to be a regular contributor. So she's going to be here for um, Financial Fridays. And so today, we're going to focus our highs and lows on our finances. Dun, dun, dun. Yikes. <laughs> so let's start with our highs and lows around finances today. You got anything, Dr. Darley? Nobody really actually wants to share. Yes, I would one. love to share that. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. I'll show you my books. No. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I have to share just a little bit about to tell you my low because and how impactful that it was as a mm -hmm. low because the low certainly came before the high yes. um, as, a, as often happens. So, you know, most of you guys know I practice as a neurosurgeon for a long time. Money was not really an issue. I stewarded well what I had, but I didn't have to worry about it. Right. Mm -hmm. So when God told me to become an entrepreneur, um, you know, my idea was like, oh, great. Well, by six months into my entrepreneurial journey, I will now be back at my neurosurgeon salary. <laughs> <laughs> so I did not, that did not happen. <laughs> I'm trying not to hack up alone. Like I yeah. really could laugh so hard. I did the same thing. Yes. And, you know, I called it faith, right? And mm -hmm. so I continued to live my life without paring back all of the things that I should have pared back immediately. Mm -hmm. And probably, you know, God gave me about three months notice <laughs> for, <laughs> for this whole transition time. And I wow. should have started doing some things, but I did not because I called it faith. And I said, oh, well, God called me into it. So surely he must be going to provide for me to cover all of these bills and all this other stuff and the lifestyle that to which I have become very accustomed. Accustomed, Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, no, that was not part of the deal. I did not ask that question. Ask questions of the Lord folks, because he will give you the answers. <laughs> they may not be what you want to hear, but he will answer you and there is wisdom in his answers. Okay. Yes. So yeah. So my low was probably, I'm going to say one year into my entrepreneurial oh journey oh where, you know, seriously, like um, still was making 
no money, not even covering business expenses, mm -hmm. pouring money into the business, much of which I did not even need to be pouring into my business right. at the time, but didn't have enough knowledge to know that. Right. And I was like, what? Uh, apparently this is not going to work the way I think it's going to work. So I got into a panic mode of, I could just, I got to get rid of all this stuff, right? Like mm -hmm. I had, I had done some real estate investments and all these things. And I'm like, I got to sell, I got to sell. And operating from a place of panic and fear, as you know, from a brain science standpoint is not a good yeah. place to be. So, real, real. Yeah. So it just, um, it was a struggle for a long time, but praise the Lord. We are now in the black in our business. <laughs> so that's my high <laughs> share. So we are bringing in enough money to not only cover our bills, but actually to turn a profit. So hallelujah, after five years. Yay. Yeah, so, well, they uh, say that's about how long it takes, don't they? Yeah. Well, if you look in the Bible, and I teach on this, it's just a little, little preview. Look in the Bible, go back. I think it's in Leviticus where the Lord is talking about planting your fields. And when you are actually supposed to be taking part of the harvest for yourself, it's guess what? Year five. You're not supposed that to touch hilarious. it yeah. before then. So yeah, interesting. But anyway, we could talk on that forever. Yeah, forever. that could be its own <laughs> show right there. Wow. But anyway, what about you? What about you, Coach? Uh, you know, financial highs and lows. Um, <laughs> I've had some very dramatic ones. Mm -hmm. Most, I would say that my financial lows were the first 30 years of my life. <laughs> Things here oh my word. Um, and this is kind of foreshadowing our topic today um, and something our guest Jody's going to talk about a little bit. But um, yeah, just had a lot of intense shame around money. Mm -hmm. And shame is toxic. Mm -hmm. And it kept me in really bad decisions and it kept me in a hole. And so that's really, you know, you guys who listen know that uh, I wrote a book about it. And and healing those emotional things underneath. So yeah, so it'd be hard to pick a specific low, but it was, you know, my life was um, pretty much described by spending more than I had um, because there were some wounded places in me and I needed stuff for Band-Aids for that. Mm -hmm. So healing my heart and healing some shame around that changed everything. And I would say my high would be um, you guys know we moved in, we moved into a house and, um, and have continued to be giddy on an almost daily basis about our house and our land. Yeah. But we did, we moved into a 1930s farmhouse that has, it was remodeled, but it's still got old bones. And this week were some surprise repairs that needed to happen. And those used to send me into a panic. And my high this week is that it didn't send me into a panic. Yay. Yeah. Healing. Yeah. 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 Like, just like, okay, we're going to, we're going to ride this train. And um, yeah, so that would be, that's significant. And that is the stuff that kind of shifts naturally when you do that heart healing around, around things. So um, there you have it. So with that said, I am so very excited to bring on today's guest, Jody Gambini. 
and let you guys share. And Dr. Darlene, you know Jody pretty well. Hey, Jody. Yes, tell us, I tell us about our illustrious visitor. This yeah, week. she is amazing. She is a good friend and colleague, but she is a certified financial advisor. She is also a prophetic advisor. How many times do you get that in your financial wow, advisor? Talk about a knockout punch. <laughs> pretty amazing. She is the founder of Connecting the Dots and she is known for in her life and teaching others to kick fear in the face, which is yes. so important around finances, as yes. we were just talking about. So welcome, Jody. We are so glad to have you. Hi. Yay. So excited Yay. to be on here. Yeah. So we have 50 million questions. Okay. But <laughs> 30 years worth, right? No. <laughs> That's right. 30 years of <laughs> disaster. But to start with, I wanted to hear a little bit more about this story. You, you know, we've talked a lot about shame. I was on Dar with Dr. Darlene this week, and we were talking about shame. Tell us a little bit about that story that came up while we were talking. Yeah, what's really interesting, um, and we were talking backstage, and I'm like, well, God kind of told me something, but um, it's not really something I necessarily want to share publicly on a podcast but at the same time it really is that defining moment um and mm -hmm. so it, it, it but i would say for mine just to be clear so my shame started at a long a, a long time ago and i didn't realize it and so uh, mm -hmm. it was really tied to fear fear of what other people thought of me fear of you want to call man um fear of not being enough mm -hmm. so mine was really in that i would never for my money situations mine weren't that i was a overspender um or anything like that it would mm -hmm. be avoidance sometimes and think i could hide because i couldn't figure out how to solve the problem uh, and okay. um or that i just wasn't enough so like in high school i um Matter of fact, while I was backstage, I remember this. I guess I'm just sharing all my dirty laundry because um, he was <laughs> a new here. Yeah, that I, I really feel like because um, I did. Um, obviously, I do a lot with healing in the kingdom, mm -hmm. and um, you were on there, Noel. And when you were sharing the shame, I I had an aha moment that mm -hmm. I don't think I realized that the the root of the shame through all of this story, and so. I flash back to actually being about 15, 16. I was a cheerleader in the summer and I didn't, I was always tall. I was five, seven. So I didn't feel all of them were five foot. And so I just felt like not good enough. So I needed to lose weight. Well, mm -hmm. I couldn't figure out how to lose it. So I began naturally, I have this thing that it doesn't go down all the way. So it wasn't very hard for me to just get rid of things. And then mm -hmm. it turned into this vicious cycle of a um, uh, um, food addiction and not, wow. uh, I don't know what you call um, eating disorder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can remember being in the gym and, and it was really from that route was probably just from hiding that I wasn't enough. Some of it came from childhood things of my mom not feeling she was enough, but I literally got this visual. This was way before that. I was probably 12 and 10 on kind of a diet because my, my dad was very heavy. My mom was tall. She didn't want us to be 
made fun of. So she was trying, you know, she's trying to do the best thing. She's a mom. She's trying to do the best thing. But I got another visual of me always. And this was kind of my famous thing. I would find cake mixes and I would go out with a spoon and hide in the garage and eat dry cake mix or go and hide somewhere. And so this shame thing happened and it just kept trickling out um, in many places. And um, so I was going to share my low financially. Um, mm-hmm. If you want me to share that, that was the story. But I felt like I was supposed to kind of lace because this, because mine really was tied to that and way before it exploded and came out, to be honest. Um, That's I, where it started. Yeah. It's, so I think it started way back there. But then um, again, it was kind of an my, my my dad died at 18. He was probably much better at money. My mom, my mom probably did shop and do the, those things like mm. just make herself feel good um, at times. And so I think money I was not very good at. And what does God do? I end up getting my first, I call it technically my first big girl job working inside a grocery store at a bank. Cause I had done sales already. And, um, and, I'm at a bank. I'm thinking, okay, this is interesting because I wasn't so great at what I thought math was, right? Mm-hmm. But um, it, what? So I start seeing everyone with bank accounts, right? I see people overdrawing. Like when you are a um, banking center manager and new accounts manager, you see everything, and so that really like it helped me because I was mm-hmm. like, hmm. So at, at the same time, I'm learning all these things and I'm helping people at a whole new level. They're coming back going, Jody, thank you. And then I end up moving down to Stockton and I get married and I'd already, um, I had some stuff come up and um, my, my husband, very good with money, but kind of a different personality of money than myself. Mm-hmm. And I had bills come up and my solution was to take a loan out on my 401k. And I didn't tell my husband. I mm-hmm. can't remember what happened before or after, but it happened really close. And I did not mention it to him because I was, it was shame. I was Mm -hmm. like, I felt like he's going to divorce me. Like he, this happened with his mom. Here's how the enemy works. This happened with his mom. So it was a wound I already knew from him. So, you know, I was um, at that time, I'd been an assistant vice president for a bank and kind of a client manager. So I was making really good money. And like I said, I was good in, in general, but this came up. Had I just told my husband, we could have solved it. It wouldn't have been there. This was, and so I took a loan, moved forward to three years. I had an opportunity to get my um, series seven stockbroker's license while I was there in a special program. And then a company was like, wanted me to come over with them and build my own business and practice. My husband was all for it. So I went for it. And then all of a sudden, oh my gosh, when you leave a company, and you owe a loan if you don't know this. I, I mean, hello, I live this, so I do know this. Um, it, 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 you, um, you have to pay it back. Yeah. And so I literally, instead of then going to my husband, telling him about it, I came up with, I really thought it was God's idea too, to be honest. Oh, I could go get a load. I could go do all these things. I was going to full commission and advance about a year and a half into it. I was really doing well with clients and um, I took credit cards out to continue to pay 
I had the mm-hmm. I had a bank account. I actually had it mailed to a PO box. I mean, it wow. it turned into this big horrible situation that of course the enemy was taunting me with, right? He knew. Mm -hmm. And now I kind of felt like a sham on the inside. Mm -hmm. I would, you know, and I love Jesus. And um, it came to the point where I literally couldn't pay the bills anymore. And um, of these, we were paying all our other bills just fine. So it's like, I got great credit over here and not good credit over in this secret little thing that's going Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. And, um, the the pivotal moment was I'll never forget this. It was my birthday. I was in with a client that was giving me a million dollar check. Wow. <laughs> a million dollar check as a financial advisor. I'm in there with this client, and that's a very small amount of their wealth. And to open to do some investments for them, I come out and my um, I had seen out of the window there was a sheriff that came in the office. I didn't know what was in sheriff's gear. Well, it turned out that they were coming to give for me to kind of attach my wages. Wow. Yeah. Then I see this, I leave to a business networking thing that I'm literally the president of and running. Okay. So these two polar lives, right. I'm, um, and, and I just didn't, like, and I, w- I was praying, I was doing this thing called cleansing streams. I was literally fasting. So just know that when something comes out like that, don't like it, it it's, um, I can see now I can look back now and it was the goodness of God. He's mm-hmm. like, hey, girl, you keep saying that you want me. And things were like, I felt like the best mm-hmm. they've been with me and Dan, we were really connecting with things. And then, um, he literally sent me flowers. I don't think I called him because I was just like, if I felt like I just got hit by a truck. How am I going to mm-hmm. solve this? So of course I went to a lawyer, you know, like I, the answer was still not to tell him. I mm-hmm. called my pastor though, and my other spiritual mom, and they both said the same thing. Well, Jody, you have to tell him. Oh my gosh. Well, how, how is God going to answer? I had just been with my pastor and we were praying for my husband to come back. Like he goes, how you, you're not being truthful in your marriage. How can God bless anything? Wow. So yeah. I ended up telling him um, and it was right around Thanksgiving. I mean, it's a pretty crazy story. God actually ended up, my stepdad had to have an emergency heart um, surgery. I went up there for two weeks. And in that two weeks, when I came back, we had to pay every single thing off. My husband literally um, used his assets to sell, to pay mm-hmm. everything off for me. Um, and I really thought he was probably going to divorce me. I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. like it was his biggest wound, his right. mom trained his dad with this, the financial, all of that. Um, but by the grace of God and amazing support, they were like, Jody, you need to, he gets the right to be however he wants. You mm-hmm. betrayed him. You yeah. betrayed him. So you, you know, so all of this is going on. I came back. It was Christmas. He got me a Christmas tree, which I love. And, um, you know, now that was 2009. Now we're about ready to hit 20 years in June. But I share that because I really didn't want to share it. But God said, because here's somebody who 
at the same time, I was building my financial business. And by the way, Dr. Darlene, when you said five years, my kind of claim to fame is God showed me in the myth. And even in that, like he blessed it, um, but he showed me how to build my business. And I doubled my income in um, two and a half years. And mm-hmm. here's the important part. Do you know when everything blew up? That was December of 2000. It must have been 2010, 2011, because it was the year I turned 40. At the, that birthday, a year later, all this business came in. I literally won awards that year. And that was the year, the tipping point that moved me to doubling my income. And then from then on, things just continue to go for the next five years. But the tipping wow. point was cleaning that Wow. That is so incredible. And I just want to thank you so much for being willing to share it, Jody, because I think that certainly with the clients that I work with in my own business, it is so shame hides, right? It wants you to hide at all costs and like, it'll just be okay if you stay hidden. And I think one of the stories that I teach about when I'm doing workshops and stuff is the woman with the issue of blood. And when you look up commentaries, she had 12 years of bleeding, which some commentators believe was because of an STD. Mm. So whenever she was in a crowd, she had to yell unclean. So talk about a shame caseload. And I remember thinking, growing up, hearing the story about how Jesus stopped and called her out. Like she was already healed. She had had the faith. She touched the hem of his garment. She was already healed, but Jesus stopped and he called her out, right? And said no and made her get rid of her shame. Yeah. Because that was a part of the healing too. And I just think, I think it's especially a gift. You know, I'm, I have historically been horrible with finances. And so when I say that, it's comforting in a way, but we, you would expect me to have some shame around money because I'm bad with it. But you're helping people invest millions of dollars and to have that story. Um, I think those of you who are listening to this, there is nothing that God can't redeem. That's right. Like That's right. I'm just so, and how amazing to like, to walk through healing that wound with your husband as well. Yeah. And I, you know, one thing that struck me too, I love that you started with the story you did, Jody, mm-hmm. um, because the things that you were doing to hide when you were saying, oh, I was hiding this from my husband and all this, you were back in the garage eating cake mix with a spoon yes. with yes. your finances, right? Because mm-hmm. here's the thing, folks, like shame, it is going to infiltrate every area of your life until you learn to deal with it because yes. it is based on a false understanding of your identity and you know, the other thing is, um, you know, we talk about this in healing in the kingdom a lot, that the enemy attacks you in the area of a mantle that you carry, right? Mm-hmm. So we even see physical sicknesses related to the spiritual counterpart of that strength, right? But the same thing here, like Jody, you know, you, you're, you carry an amazing ability to break people free in their finances, just like you do, Noelle, you know? And so of course the enemy is going to attack you in that area, make you think, 
oh, well, I'm not worthy to be doing this because mm -hmm. in his mind, that's going to make you stop, right? It's going to mm -hmm. make you stop because you're not going to feel worthy. But when we understand that that actually is a gifting we have and we've just been expressing it in a way that is not in alignment with the kingdom, we can walk out into the light and step mm -hmm. into the freedom that he has for us. So. So good. Yeah. And so, you know, who knew that our first financial Friday would be focused in this area, but that's just like God to go for the core yeah. because ladies, if you are trying to grow a business or launch a God sized dream and there is shame, if there's something hidden, bring it into the light mm -hmm. girls. Like it's, it's, it's not only like God wants your freedom. Like Jody, that hit me so hard when you were talking about feeling like, what was the term you used? Did you say fraud or feeling like, like, I was that like counterfeit? Counterfeit, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of course, the money girl, right? You, I, I, I was taught in the bank how to, to how to find counterfeit money, how to discover when somebody's doing a counterfeit check. So yeah, I think I said the word counterfeit. Yeah. So yeah, so dealing with your shame around money or anything is going to keep you from feeling that counterfeit, from knowing that you're the real deal. One of my mentors said once, you have got to be, you've got to believe 100% in what you're selling or you won't be able to sell it yeah. consistently. Um, and shame will keep you from that, from being able to do that consistently. So Oh my word. So good. Such an end. I have a quick question yeah. and I'm going to put it over to Dr. Darlene because I know it's a little chat you said that we can do. Perfect. So yeah. Something that was coming up for me because I know that um, her and I are very aligned on this with, and God has now taught me different spirits, different mindsets, different things. Um, of my journey, the last probably seven years has been really in depth with that. And the four key ones that her and I a hundred percent, like, it's just funny how God brought us together. Um, but I was curious, is there one of those mindsets, Dr. Darlene, out of, um, out of poverty, um, victim, religious, and I'm trying to remember the last orphan. one, orphan. Oh, yeah. Does shame fall in all of them? I'm wondering, or are there a couple that maybe, cause immediately when you said that, I could tell you the top two, I think for me, and it's been part of mine, but I was just curious to get your opinion as the expert. Yeah. So it, um, the core would surprise you. The expression comes out differently. The expression comes out in poverty mindset and victim mindset, but the core of shame is actually an identity problem, which mm -hmm. is back with orphan mindset. So the truth is you have to actually work on, and poverty mindset actually goes through all those other mindsets, even religious mindsets, mm -hmm. right? Of a, Like you had to make appearances look a certain way, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, what is the face? The face is, I'm this certified financial advisor. I'm taking these million dollar checks. Everything is good, right? Mm -hmm. When behind the scenes, it's like things are falling apart, right? So, but it, it really, that shame, it comes down to identity because if you truly know who you're created to be and you understand how to express that, then all of those other things will fall away. Yeah, so good. What a great question. And I, you guys, Jody's going to be here regularly for Financial Friday. So we are going to dig and unpack these things. Jody, thank you so much for sharing yes. that story. Yeah. Yes. So, so good. good. All right, ladies, 
who is that one person you can share this podcast with? We want, want to encourage you to go to Anchor FM or Apple Music or Spotify and download the Biz Chat show and share it with a friend if this has been an encouragement to you. And also, we have a couple of freebies for you. One we'll talk about here. If you if you fit, like you've got that God-sized dream or ministry, but you haven't really gotten started yet, we want to offer to connect with you for free. Sign up at Calendly.com for your 15-minute business idea evaluation. So we'll take some time with you and talk about that and pray that through with you. And we have, uh, we're, we've still got it. We're going to go ahead and talk about it a little longer before we take it off the table faithoverfearbizchicks.com backslash plan 2022. This was a prophetic planning meeting that we did, um, workshop style. So if you still kind of feel like you're flailing around this year, go ahead and watch that. That was really powerful. And we'd like to offer that for free. And just thank you for being along with us on the journey. Any last thoughts today, girls, as we sign off? Okay. So I just had one thought because okay. I just felt like as people are hearing this, the, um, the one part of my story that I don't think I said good enough was I was seeking God with all my heart. He actually had me in a program and surrounded by mentors that I, I like I was set up to to have support. And mm -hmm. I just felt super strongly in my kind of prophetic <laughs> gifting mm -hmm. that look at where you're at right now. And if you start to feel like things are coming out and you're shoving them down, I can promise you that God has a team around you that's safe mm -hmm. that you, because yes. that was, that was the key. My pastor and my spiritual mentor, they were safe. They were loving, but they were like, you got to do this. And I feel like I just felt strongly that anybody that's thinking, okay, I'll, oh, this hit something, but maybe I'll shove it back down again, mm -hmm. that you've got the support team around you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. And it's so necessary, isn't it? Like we don't come out of that sludge on our own. Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I actually am feeling like I'd like to close with prayer today. Are you guys okay with that? Absolutely. All right. So God, I just, it's just, mm -hmm. um, I feel like my spirit is feeling the weightiness of this, of this topic. I feel like um, having Jody come on and adding this segment to the show is going to be, um, it's going to have some pretty profound ramifications. And so I thank you for Jody's willingness to share some of that painful stuff that we don't normally want to talk about, God. But what she did was that she showed up and modeled for our listeners what it takes to be free from our from our shame is that we bring it around safe people and we bring it into the light and we let you heal. So God, for the women who are listening today who do have something that they feel very ashamed of, mistakes we've made, or or just some of us feel like we're we're not enough. That's our shame. Like, how could God use me? God, I pray that we would understand who you say we are at our core and that we would be willing to talk with the safe people around us to heal. God, I pray that the biz chicks would be safe people for those for those women you send to us, God. And I thank you in advance. I just want to honor this moment and the weightiness of it, the holiness of it, God, that we're going after shame. We're going after what the enemy has lied to us about. Mm 
And we won't stay in that. We are going to come to terms with who you say we are. And in that, we're going to launch those God-sized dreams into the marketplace, God. Thank you for making a way, and thank you for the courage of Jody, our guest today. Amen. Amen. Awesome. All right, girls. We'll see you next time. <laughs>